Welcome to the third podcast. I'm Chase, your host, and we have Doug across from me. Hello. All right, all right. Today we're getting into the Marvel Mondays, our new little... I don't know what you call it. Segment. Segment, there you go. Um, Bi-weekly. Yeah, so we should go ahead and say, spoiler, spoiler, spoilers, if you have not seen Captain America... Uh, the first adventure, pause it, go watch it, two hours and 30 minutes later, whatever it is, come back, listen to our podcast, okay? Alright, so, um, let's go right into fact, word, and quote. The fact is, if you keep a goldfish in a dark room, it will eventually turn pale. Really? Uh, that's what I'm looking to. We're trying it next year when yeah. we get them from the fair. <laughs> Alright, the word is heripilation, a... Bristling of the hair on the skin from cold, fear, etc. Quote, a creative man is motivated by the desire to achieve, not by the desire to beat others. I like that. Yeah. It's a tattoo right there. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, let's go into Captain America, yeah? Yeah. So, Captain America, the first Avenger, came out in 2011. The director is Joe Johnston. Captain America is played by Chris Evans. And first off, this is not all the characters. It's just people you might know by the names. Peggy Carter is played by Haley Atwell. Uh, Bucky, or James Buchanan Barnes, is played by Sebastian Stan. Colonel Chester Phillips, played by Tommy Lee Jones. Um, Smith, or Red Skull, is played by Hugo Weaving. Howard Stark is played by Dominic Cooper. Nick Fury... Which you don't see a lot of him. Samuel Jackson. Dr. Abraham Erskine is played by Stanley Tucci. I hope I said that right. I'm terrible names. Uh, Heinz Kruger, played by Richard Armitage. Uh, Dr. Arnazola, played by Toby Jones. Uh, let's see. Private Loran, the lady who, the blonde head who gives uh, Cap, uh, Cap the kiss. Oh, yeah. Played by Natalie Dormer. I didn't know she was in it until I watched this, but she's from um, she's from um, Game of Thrones. So that's oh, okay. pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool, pretty cool. So let's go into, I guess, what the movie uh, is about. Yeah, let's see what we got here. All right, so you start off in 1942 Germany, and General Smith is that how you say his name. Smith. I think so. Yeah, I'm terrible at names. He finds the Tesseract. Uh, the Tesseract was a jewel of Odin's treasure room. Um, so, yeah, so there's that. Uh, we meet Steve Rogers, and he's a very skinny kid trying to get in the army, but is denied because of health reasons, and he's got asthma. I yeah, and I think the guy just wants, because he, he tells him in it he's trying to save his life, so I think he just yeah. thinks he's so small, and yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. not going to do... And this ain't the first time, too, that he's tried to no. get in, so there's that. Then we meet his friend, Bucky, who's shipping off to war, who's already in, and uh, we they uh, so Steve Rogers is pretty upset about not being able to join. He's like an ideal person to join the army and go off like he puts his country first. I mean, he's got everything that would be perfect for a leader or just uh, somebody in the military. And so he goes to a movie, and back in the 40s, I, I believe, is they used to have these little um, 
I guess they try to sell you bonds and stuff like that. And uh, they had something in there, and there was a guy in there basically taunting him, saying, shut up, you know, blah, 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 blah. And so Steve is trying to tell that dude to shut up because he's annoying everybody else, and he's just a heckler. And so that's when we meet Bucky, and it's pretty funny because they... uh, they're talking, and we hear this a lot. Uh, you hear it later on in the Marvel movies, but he tells uh, Bucky, uh, don't do anything stupid, or Bucky tells him, don't do anything stupid until I get back. And then Steve Rogers says, how can I? You're taking all the stupid with you, which I got goosebumps because yeah. I've seen all the Marvels. <clears throat> I like that part, and then the same scene right before that when they're fighting, I like there's two parts in there that I like that. When okay. he grabbed the trash can lid, oh, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. shield. yeah. And then right after that, when the dude was kicking his ass, yeah. he said, I could do this all day. Yeah, there's there's several, but, yeah, both several times. Yeah, so. I like that. We'll go into that later. That was my favorite. So, um, yeah, so he goes, uh, Bucky's got a date set, set up for him, basically, because um, he was already dating a girl, she had a friend. So he goes to, uh, where did they go again? It's Stark's thing where he's about the flying cars. Yeah, I can't remember what it was called. Uh, but anyways, they go there, and... Steve, they're about to go dance, and Steve sees an army thing, army posters and stuff, a recruiting center, goes over there, tries to get in, and he's worried because there's an uh, MP, military police, that shows up, and he thinks that, you know, he's going to get in trouble because he's lied for so many, because it's, it's a, you know, he's breaking the law if you lie. Yeah, I think it was like his fourth or fifth yeah, time he's yeah. changed his state and everything. Yeah, where he's so... From. That's when we meet Dr. Abraham Erskine, who comes in and is like, hey, you'd be great for this. Um, a super soldier, I guess is yeah. what they say. So, be great to be a super soldier, blah, blah, blah. we got this program. So, he's like, okay. And so, he ships off to, I guess, kind of like a basic training. That's when we meet uh, Tommy Lee Jones, Colonel Chester uh, Phillips. We meet Peggy uh, Carter. Which she does not play no shit at all. Like no, yes, yeah. She punched dude right in the face. Yeah, first scene she comes yeah. in. And I for honestly, I haven't seen this movie in so long. Yeah, I forgot either. she was British. Like completely. Yeah, I guess it. so. I, I didn't even think about it. I guess so. So, so yeah, he's going through all these courses and everything, and he's really terrible at it because he's. I mean, he's skinny. I mean, he he's really skinny. He's like I was in high school, and. uh Really skinny guy, he's struggling. Captain uh, um, or Colonel Chester Phillips is like telling Doctor Abraham, like, "What in the hell, you know? Did you pick him? This guy's gonna, I'm, <laughs> he's gonna break." So eventually, um, Colonel Phillips throws a grenade, 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 and they used to do this in uh, basic all the time with us, and just to get everybody to run. Yeah. And everybody ran except for Steve Rogers, who jumped on it and said, "Give back, give back, give back, <laughs> get away." Get away, get away. <laughs> so that was cool. So he's ideal to be, you know, in the army. And Yeah, what did you say, Colonel Rogers? He said he's still skinny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, Dr. Abraham's like, he's our guy, you know. And so he goes under this experiment and um, they put, uh, what do you, what'd you call it? Uh, serum? Yeah, some serum in him and try to change him into a... Uh, super soldier and I remember like watching this from the get go with the first time and I got goosebumps and I still got goosebumps watching it yeah. after he comes out of that and he's massive he's huge 
huge, so huge. <laughs> and so, um, as like you know, Steve Rogers comes out, everybody's amazed because there's a viewing upstairs, and there's a, everybody's amazed. All the colonels, the the mayor, everybody that's in, uh, I think it's in Brooklyn, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's in Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn. So everybody's amazed, and um, so yeah, they uh, they go downstairs and are like, "Oh my god, this is crazy!" and everything. And then turns out there's a Hydra, a member of Hydra. That Hydra is the Nazi deep science division, and um, there's a member there, and he blows up the top of the part where nobody's there, obviously. But blows it up just for a distraction for him to grab some serum and take it back with him to Germany. And Captain, uh, or as he's leaving, he shoots Dr. Abraham Erskine. And Erskine dies. And Cap, or Steve Rogers, he's not going to be married yet. Steve Rogers <laughs> takes off after him. And, uh, I mean, it's a really cool scene of him because you kind of get it, you grasp an aspect of. His strength, yeah, I like that speed. whole the whole series of that. Yeah, and I will say it's kind of ironic because this the scene where he uh, there's a scene where he gets a after he wrecks this guy he grabs uh, a taxi door. It's called First Star, oh, yeah. and it's got a, a star on it just like the shield. So that's pretty cool. And um, so he catches him. Then Colonel uh, Phillips, or yeah, no, I don't know who was the mayor. I don't know, somebody was just, uh, like, you know, you could be used for, um, this, you know, basically, you want to be a real hero, do this, and basically tells him what to do, and he tries to sell bonds, and he's on the road, um, basically in a mascot suit. Oh, yeah, yeah. just like a puppet for Yeah, him. basically, just a puppet, and he's like got a traveling quote, show quote these, uh, words, the script. And go along with it, not nowhere near the battle. And he's someone that needs to needs to be near, be close to battle, because that's who he is as a person. He wants to help. He genuinely wants to help. He's a, a good guy. So you have that, and then finally he does one overseas. And, you know, this whole time he's doing these um, these little shows, he's doing it for civilians. And finally he does one overseas, and the people are taunting him. All the soldiers like, get off the stage, bring on the girls. So the girls come back on. And he finds out um, that there was a an ambush or something on Bucky Barnes, his best friend uh, unit. So he basically, you know, finds out about about uh, he asks Colonel Phillips, you know, is he alive or what? And he's like, no, he's dead and stuff. They're but he's like, what about the rest of the people? He's like, well, they're behind thirty miles behind the enemy lines. There's nothing we can do. So. He has a cool moment with Peggy, and Peggy's like, you know, you're more, you're meant for more. And then he comes to his realization that he is meant for more, and that he's not just a monkey in a suit. And he goes off on his own and goes behind enemy lines uh, to try and get all these uh, people that are captured. So he capt- he um, he gets them all out. They come back. How much was it? How many people was it? I think it said 150. 150. It's like 150, 180. I can't remember which one. Yeah. It was so yeah. Days. So anyways, he got them out, and um, 
So he got them out, and then where, where did it take off from there? I'm trying to remember. I'm terrible. Yeah, he got them out. They had the big fight scene, and then him and Bucky ended up running into uh, the other oh, Dr. Red Zola. Skull. and Yeah, uh, do, uh, Dr. Zola. Yeah, and then he sh- rips his face off and shows mm-hmm. him what, what it did for yeah, him. Yeah, so he um, rips his face off and shows what the Tesseract actually did for him. And he also, they show... Earlier, I skipped this part, where what the weapons that they created um, did for, you know, what, what remember how it evaporated? Oh, when he killed them, mm-hmm. other, the other yeah. Nazi officials. So, so yeah, so that happened. Then um, he goes back and to the base, and he's a hero, and he continues on fighting the good fight, right? Yeah, they take down all the other, they start taking down all the other Hydra, because he yeah. got a glimpse of the maps, Whenever yeah, that's he right. Snuck that's right. into yep. the base. Yep, and they start taking all those down one by one. Yep, and then from there we um, he finds out he's working with this this group of guys he puts together these special it's like special forces that they created and that's what they're doing with these special forces and so they eventually uh, find out where Red Skull is hiding and they pretty much. Uh, well, before that, we see Bucky Barnes. Uh, they fight on this train, and Bucky Barnes falls, and it looks like he dies. So we think he's dead. And uh, so Captain America is just sitting there. Cool scene. He's he's sad. It's his best friend. I mean, as anybody would be, even though he's a superhuman. You know, he still has human emotions like us, and. So he's sitting there, Peggy comes in, and Captain America's like, you know, I I can't even get drunk, which is pretty funny. <laughs> he's like, I, I, I just can't even get drunk because, you know, of my superhuman ability. So uh, he decides to go off, and he's talking to all his group, and he decides to just go right in the front door of uh, Red Skull and his base, and so he goes in there, gets captured on purpose, but before that he takes out a shit ton of people, which is pretty cool. And he's on a motorcycle, which that was, I like him on a motorcycle a lot. And so he gets captured, and then uh, he gets captured on purpose because as soon as um, as soon as Red Skull's about to hurt him, uh, his group of uh, special forces come into the rescue, and they start... Killing people, and then Colonel Phillips and Peggy, Part- Peggy Carter is in the woods, and forces start coming in um, and raiding the base. And then Red Skull gets away, and um, he gets away, and this he has the plane, right? Yeah, he's got the plane. The the I don't even yeah the plane. It's like a un- a bomber, some sort of plane. Yeah, and there's other bombs on it, and they have yeah. names of cities that are located in the U.S. It's all U.S. Chicago was one of them. New Boston, York, New Boston, York. Yeah, so everywhere right there. So he takes off, and uh, Captain America is on there fighting the people, and you have cool little scene where one of the planes with the see what it is it's like a suicide bomber i guess you could say that the bombs are pretty much labeled as so he drops down and chris evans captain america is on top of it and fights it pulls the guy out uh of the cockpit and then gets in there and flies back 
And then finally, you have this battle between, you know, villain versus hero. And they're fighting in the plane. The plane is going haywire because they can't control it. Um, he's shooting that laser. I don't. I guess it's like, a, I don't know what you call that gun. But anyways. I don't know what it is. He's shooting it. And uh, eventually, uh, what did he do with the Tesseract that made it? Uh, he did something to the Tesseract. And, um, but anyways, it. I forget what he did. But Red Skull eventually was holding the Tesseract and gets, uh, is gone. He just shoots up in the sky, but it shows like a galaxy above. Right. right? And so... Captain America just thinks he's dead. So, yeah, so that's the last that we see of Red Skull. Then he can't, con- Captain America is controlling the ship and he's, it's headed right towards New York and there's no, he's in the middle of nowhere. He calls up Peggy. He's like, Peggy, I, you know, I'm going to have to land this in the water to save, hu- you know, other human life. And this whole time, Peggy and Captain America have this thing about how they want to dance together and, she talks about how she um, she wants to um, you know we still have, we have a date to dance this day and he's like okay I'll be there she's like don't be late and so next thing you know it crashes and he they lose comms communications I guess you should say and that's pretty much it for that and then he wakes up um, yeah I love that he wakes up. And they tried to do a stimulation, a sim, simula, stimulation, Stimula- <laughs> simulation, now. simulation, and he breaks out of the simulation and is running in New York. And it's like modern times, uh, New York, uh, like Times Square. And it's crazy. There's LEDs, everything. And he's like confused. And that's the first time we see Nick Fury and he's like, you know, you've been asleep for 70 years. And uh, so, yeah, he's just like, I have a date. I have a date. And so that's really, that's the end of the movie, yeah? Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. <laughs> no credits either. It's just a yeah, just no, a preview for another Yeah, no movie. credit scene or anything like that. So, yeah. So um, what did you like about it? <clears throat> I like, like I said, I like the scene with the shield and the... Uh, the uh, fact that he always was referencing that line of "I can do this all day," which yeah, you see later on in the, in, it's the first time we too yeah. the, sh- the shield is made of vibranium, which is the rarest metal. Well, on it Earth. wasn't even a shield that was actually supposed to even be no, no, chosen because no. he was he just happened to see it down at the bottom. Yeah, and then he was going to do that. I did, I didn't remember the movie being super like <clears throat> I don't know futuristic is the right word, but all the shit that Hydra had, how it was so yeah like real far out. Yeah, did you like it the first time? I didn't. I didn't, and I tell you I what, didn't. it's one of my favorite ones that I've seen. I, yeah, I rewatched. It's one of my favorite it, Marvel I, movies. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I liked it a lot. And to be honest, I wasn't. I'm not a fan of Captain America. I'm not like, either. I think it's. Just, I don't know. The I movie's just, really well done. It was really good. Really, really. good. I like Red Skull. I like uh, the way he looked. Yeah, so I like. I, just I remember. Like that. Watching, I like that character. Anyways, I remember like, watching the first time. And I was scared shitless. Yeah, I like that. Scary looking. Uh, one thing I didn't like. <laughs> And I want to go back and watch it again. But the um, when the soldiers were raiding um, uh, the base, 
the final like one where Colonel Phillips oh and, and Peggy were coming in uh, with them they weren't fi- firing at all towards the enemies if you watch closely they're not firing at all <laughs> which I thought that was really funny I didn't really um, pay attention to the that. funny thing is was I like whenever uh, there's a scene where Captain America is boarding uh, the first time I believe he's or is this is, yeah the first is the first yes the, this time this time uh, when they after the raid of the base he's getting on top of um. Red Skull's ship, and him and Peggy have a moment where they kiss, and uh, he, oh, he yeah. looks at Colonel Phillips, <laughs> and Colonel Phillips is like, I'm not kissing you. I like that part. That made me laugh so hard. And then Stan Lee's cameo, Stan Lee, too. I love I thought, he'd, I thought be he'd be taller. <laughs> I love that one. Yeah. I, overall, I thought it was good. I, I really... That was really good. I'm happy I uh, rewatched it. I can't wait to watch the other ones. It's... It's... I'm hoping it makes me gain entrance interest in the other characters because there's not only Captain America but I'm not an Iron Man fan. No, I told you last podcast I, I, I like I'm not a fan. I like and that's Cap, just how he Cap, is. like I've seen the other ones and I like those better. I just don't like yeah. Do you do you want to go into stuff before I get into the Easter eggs? No, I don't think I I'd like uh, one of the other scenes. It's not like a real big scene. I just thought it was real funny when they're when he's uh I think it's the day before they're doing his transformation and he's drinking with a uh, doctor oh yeah and he's like oh it's for me and he just pours it in the- i just <laughs> I thought that was funny i like that guy a lot the guy that played him yeah he's uh he's funny what is he from beethoven i can't, I can't think beethoven. there's he's other there's something else too that i was thinking of last he's in night. a lot of your stuff like that dr zola yeah he's actually human centipede he's in human centipede i don't know about that yeah. movie. yeah all right let you me go into each all right so um Whenever Red Skull says, and the Fuhrer fur digs for trinkets uh, in the desert. So this is a reference to the events of Raiders of the Lost Ark, where the Nazis are looking for the Ark of the Covenant in Egypt. Really? Yep. Um, so they're also the scene where Captain America and, or Steve Rogers, yet and Captain America, yet. so Steve is fighting, or he just got in a fight, and Bucky is there to, you know, rescue him. Um... He said, why? Where are we going? And then he says, the future. This is a meta joke to the fact that both Steve and Bucky will find themselves frozen and living in the future when they wake up. <laughs> so I thought that was really cool. Uh, the Zola, uh, I get the Dr. Zola tease. So the villain, villain Arnim Zola, is most known for living inside of a robot body that was a giant face in the center. This shot, there's a shot where his face is looking through a magnifying glass. This is a reference to, to that and what he will later become. So huh. that's pretty neat. Also, um, whenever Dr. Abraham s- says the subject will be saturated with Vita rays. So that, yeah, Vita rays. So the Vita rays that uh, get a shout out are the exact things said in the original Captain America story about how he got his power. So that was pretty cool that it matched that. Um, so in the montage, we see Captain America where he's filming a serial as, a, as the character it's a reference to the fact that there were actual Captain America serials in the 1940s where uh, an actor n- named uh, Dick Purcell played the character. So they actually had like people dressed up. Oh, that's dope. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I, I noticed this too. I noticed this, but I, I mean, like we, you know, we've already agreed that we didn't know nothing about the comic books, yeah. whatever. So earlier there was a reference to Zola's suit in the form of a shot of of his magnifying glass. Well, as the character makes his escape, we see him quickly grab a set of blueprints for the actual suit. I've seen it, but I was like, what is that? So, yeah, that's the blueprints. So that's oh, okay. Yeah. So, 
I, I didn't know what it was, but um, but I, I mean, I'm going to read some also some uh, of the comics. You know, most of these are comic Easter eggs, right. but I mean, they're cool to know and yeah. hear. Um, as the Howling Commandos. Okay, so the Howling Commandos is his special forces team. I couldn't remember the name, but that's his special forces team. So as the Howling Commandos make their escape, Dum Dum Dagon yells out their trademarks catchphrase, Wahoo. So that's from a comic books. He's the guy with the big mustache. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. I like I like that that group of people, the actors that they They're they all chose. good. They're really good. They're all good actors. Yeah. That one guy's from uh Biker Boys. Did you notice that? Which one? The African American guy. He's from uh Biker Boys. Isn't that the dude that plays in love and basketball too? I think so. I'm almost positive yeah. it is. And then the Asian guy, and he's from 911. Uh, me and my wife watched that. He plays time. in another movie that we just watched too. I just can't think what it's called. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, so the crew. Let's see. Okay, so the Howling Commandos were actually led by Nick Fury in the comics. I thought that was cool too. So when uh, Bucky holds the shield, this is a reference to the fact that Bucky one day became Captain America in the pages of Marvel Comics. All right, so here's an Easter egg that was included for real old school fans of Marvel Comics. On display at the expo that Steve Rogers and Bucky Barnes go to is a red superhero costume inside a glass display case. This is the costume of the original Human Torch, a character in the old Marvel comic books from the 1940s. Which I uh, <laughs> I didn't I didn't know that was that what that was. So well, you didn't know what it was, like I, just I, which character I mean, I didn't it was. Know that was human. I seen it and didn't know. I knew it was a superhero, but I had no idea what it was supposed to be a reference. I didn't know if it was to. a joke. To after I read it, I wonder if, I wonder if it's a joke yeah. since he, you know, Chris Evans originally played yeah. the Human Torch. So I thought that was cool. So Iron Man's dad in his flying car. Howard Stark is one of the more. He's the more per- important secondary characters in Captain America. Um. All right, Stark's. Uh, introductory scene shows him wowing a crowd with a hovering automobile after hanging a few seconds in the air the automobile comes crashing back down now the thing of that is that both the Avengers and S.H.I.E.L.D. have anti-gravity technology in the comic books so bam pretty sweet Uh, and then I I noticed this too the nod to the cover of Captain America number one Uh, so the very first issue of Captain America from March 1941 uh, it's a patriotic superhero knocking out Adolf Hitler, and that's whenever he's doing the, like the monkey on stage and his. Oh costume. yeah, when Adolf when they're repeatedly like showing the, the different shows. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I thought that was cool, um, and I thought it was cool later where he's like, uh, they're talking. They said something. And he's like, "Yeah, I've experienced knocking out Hitler over two hundred times." <laughs> so I thought that was cool too. Uh, all right, this is Asgard. So, during the moments in the final battle between Captain America and the Red Skull, the Tesseract opens a dimensional porter, portal. Inside the rift, we see what looks like a nebula in open space. That's what I was talking about. Um, and this is very much what Asgard looked like in the Thor movie, which we'll see that later. But, yeah, I thought that was cool. There's another one, too. Uh, so, at the beginning, in Norway... Uh, Oh, that's another one. I forgot about that one. So, uh, Tunsberg, Norway, it's the same town from the beginning of the Thor movie. It's the same exact town. I saw that, and I... <clears throat> I want to say I saw it in another... It is another movie. Another oh, really? Marvel movie. I, I, I could be surprised. wrong, but I thought it was one of the, like, Avenger There was a bunch of Thor movies. references, like the tree uh, in the... Like, the, the guy was guarding right there. Yeah. He's from Game of Thrones, too, which is pretty cool. 
Yeah. Overall, uh, it was a very good movie. I'm happy we we're doing this. It makes me really appreciate it. Yeah, I like it a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah. All right. I yeah. love these movies though. So yeah, we're such you want to rate it? Yeah, let's rate it. Good. Do the one through five. I give it a. I give it a like a three point eight. You're so low. Uh, I'll do a four point three. That's high. It's pretty high. I like it a lot. I liked it a lot. Three point eight is solid out of five. Yeah, it's pretty. I mean, I can't wait to watch the other ones. I'm I'm really excited. I'm happy we're doing this because there's so many. There's what twenty two. Is it that many? Yeah, twenty two. There's a lot. So the next one's my one of my favorite anyway. Oh yeah, that's uh, Captain Marvel is what we're gonna do. Not this week, but next week. Yeah, bi-weekly. So. Yeah, I and they'll get better. We watched both in these depth. in theaters. I made you. Yeah. I said you need to go watch this. Take your daughter, and I really was good. overwhelmed to the fact that you liked it pretty much more than what, I did what? and your daughter. So, but we'll talk about it eventually. So, so yeah, that is. I guess do you have anything else? No, uh, just stay tuned. We got a Christmas episode coming soon. Yep. 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 And then that's pretty much it. Sweet. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. This is the The third third podcast. podcast.